Welcome. Today on the podcast, we have Stephen Hernandez. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Heather. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So we're longtime friends, and I know some of your travel stories probably, and we've even traveled together. Uh, But I'm really excited to have you on today and to hear about your travel. What kind of relationship do you have with traveling? Uh, I've been traveling pretty much my whole life. My dad is an airline pilot, so we got a lot of free or cheap trips going on standby. So I've also spent a lot of time just hanging out in airports. And yeah, I mean, I guess it's given me a little bit of a bug. I definitely like to go to different places, get new experiences and you know, just see how things are done in different places. Do you like being in airports or do you like airports? Some people hate airports and some people love them. I've always felt like they're a little bit exciting, like all these people are going all of these places, but it's stressful, which I can understand too, because there's a lot of people running everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind them. I can usually find a comfortable place and, you know, sit out whatever time I have to wait for my next flight. But I wouldn't say that it's exciting for me, but I I definitely know how to get through a few hours in an airport. Nice. Awesome. So you went to Croatia. How long ago was that? I think about three years ago. Okay. It's been a little while now. So 2015. Time goes fast. It does go fast. I need to get out again. I hear you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that really came about, I just kind of had it, had an itch for a while. I knew that I needed to take a trip, an international trip sometime, because I hadn't in a while. And so I actually picked Croatia by going on Google image search and searching for like gorgeous beaches. <laughs> awesome. And then I would just like look for images that I liked and then I would find out where they are. And I was going for a place that not a whole lot of people have been to, or at least not a whole lot of people that I know have been to. So it's a somewhat unique experience. Yeah. And then I was really... I was hoping to have a little bit of a currency advantage, but that's such a pro travel tip. Just Google image search something and find a location. I love that. <laughs> it was my version of just kind of spinning the globe and putting my fingers somewhere. But yeah, I mean, I just kind of knew the vibe that I wanted and I was just looking for that. So, so had you heard of, I mean, you had heard of Croatia, but you didn't know that much about the country or the culture. You just knew it had great beaches at this point. Pretty much. So at that point, once I looked it up, I looked up a little bit more about it. And you know, I, I knew like the general geography. And, but, you know, the more I looked into it, it's like, oh, this is actually like a really, really cool place to visit. I actually found out, I guess it's like the hidden gem that Europeans have just recently started discovering over the past few years. And I've heard that too, that a lot of Europeans vacation in Croatia. Yeah. Because when I've been in Europe too, I see some of the advertisements in metros and stuff. And as Americans, we don't see Croatia typically as a big tourist destination, or I don't hear of a lot of people going to Croatia. So that's a pretty cool location, I think. Yeah, I thought it was a good find. So at that point, I was looking for how to travel. You know, I was traveling alone, which is always a little bit more difficult. You look for deals and stuff, and they always seem to be group deals. Mm -hmm. Or for two people. Yeah. Yeah, based on two. It's like, well, Mm -hmm. I don't have a second right now. And I like kind of being able to go out and explore things on my own a little bit too. I I definitely like traveling with friends, but some time kind of do your own thing is fun. Yeah. There's definite pros and cons because you get to pick what you do more when you travel solo, but sometimes it's fun to experience it with friends too. Yeah, you certainly miss out on some shared experiences. It's not something that I can bring up too often to my friends because they weren't there. That makes sense. But so I, I was turned on to, there's a company called Contiki mm-hmm. that 
does these group travel excursions where they'll they have this amount of space and they'll set you up with a group and if you have two that's fine you can get your own room otherwise you just share with someone else so that was something that i thought really worked out for me i i went out there i did that for about a little over a week there and then i spent a couple of days just on my own too so i had a little bit of both sides which i I think worked out really well um and also even with the group it was kind of you moved as a group but you could do your own thing just meet back by the end of the day for us to move on that's nice i think that for me part of like going on a tour or a planned trip the part that I don't like or that I shy away from doing those kinds of trips is being in a huge group and having to do what the group wants to do because sometimes I want to do more off the beaten path things or I just have a different interest than like the main tourist attractions so it's difficult to feel like you have to be tied to the group so it's kind of nice that you got the option of doing either. Yeah I definitely agree with you on that. I liked this because it gave you a little bit of the balance. You did have an itinerary of places you were going to go but you could kind of do whatever you wanted while you were there. And that also gave you a certain cost savings. You got to take advantage of some of the kind of cost savings that you can have for group rates. Yeah. So I, I think it's a balance. I definitely do appreciate traveling solo though, or just with friends. Being outside of the structure can be nice. Mm-hmm. But so what this trip was i flew into zagreb which is the capital uh and i was there for about two nights just kind of did my own thing there walking around the city very cool european style city definitely got some of that age that european cities have which is always fun to walk around yeah some cool architecture probably yep very cool architecture and the culture there was some guards marching around so you have a little bit of a little bit of the culture in like traditional uniforms is that near the palaces and governmental areas or just in general they're walking around i saw them near uh near some government buildings okay so a little bit more british style that you think of when you think of the guards kind of protecting the governmental buildings yeah but the style was older than the like red coat british you know they, they were carrying like uh, pikes kind of stuff Okay, cool. Yeah, it was it was cool to see. And, you know, I, I got in there and I had to take the bus to get in there into town from the airport. And then uh, I also had to take that same bus to take me down to the coast, which is where I, I did my trip. So I took that bus. It was a couple hour ride over the plains lands that they've got, which is, you know, it dragged on, but it was pretty nice scenery, kind of a lot of open land. It's kind of cool sometimes to take public transportation or take a quote-unquote slower form of transportation places because you do get to see the countryside or like parts of a city or country that you wouldn't see otherwise if you were just on a plane from point A to point B, for example. Yeah. So that got us to Split, which is a city right on the coast, one of the main harbors. Also a very cool city. I guess it used to be there was a palace for a old Roman emperor. Some really cool Roman architecture there that you could see. Very old, very old buildings, some newer ones. They had actually, you could take a tour of this Roman architecture stuff. And they also had just a lot of their own. It was just incorporated in the city. So the local bazaar, they had markets all throughout here selling all sorts of items mostly tourist items but it's definitely a big tourist city very cool i like 
markets and bazaars. It was very cool. And that actually, that reminds me, they also had, this was definitely for the tourists, but they had some people dressed as Roman centurions going around taking pictures with people. They used to be a part of the Roman Empire then? Yeah, I think they had a large palace here that belonged to one of the previous Roman emperors. And I think it was kind of like a vacation home. Okay. One of many, I'm sure. <laughs> right on the Adriatic. So, you know, really right mm. on the other side of that Italian peninsula. A lot of cool stuff. We spent the night there, and then the next morning we got on a ship. So this trip was actually, I think, nine days, nine or ten days, where we, we were on a small kind of charter boat. So I don't want you to get to give you the impression of a cruise ship, but we gotcha. stayed, we slept on this small ship that would pretty much, for the rest of the trip, we would basically... In the morning, they would start going out to sea, start taking us to the next city, the next place we're going to visit. At about 9, 10, 11-ish or so, they would usually stop in the middle of the water, have like a lunch or breakfast break on the ship, and then everyone would go swimming off the side of the boat. So they had, you know, you could jump off the boat. Oh, nice. And it was warm out, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was early June, I think. That's nice. So in the evenings, you would be anchored at the harbor, and then you would just go out to a different city every day? Pretty much. So in the evenings and the afternoons, usually probably by about noon or one, we would get into whatever new city that we're going to be at. They would give us like a quick primer of the city, a couple suggestions of places that they like to go. They had like some optional activities that you could do if you wanted to. Um, and then the boat had their own little bar too. So you could have a few drinks before you went out if you wanted to. Nice. So did you get to see a lot of Croatia then? Did you go to a lot of cities? We went to a fair bit along the coast. Okay. You know, there's there's a lot of Croatia inland that I saw very little of. Zagreb is inland, somewhat mm -hmm. central. So I, I saw a little bit of that. That was stuff on, I did on my own, but I didn't get to see most of the rest of the country, which I, I've heard is quite nice as well. Well, there's always time for another trip someday. Yeah, I'd certainly be happy to go back. Yeah, I love traveling. So that, that was pretty much the tenor that the next few days went on. They would take us to a new city. They would tell us a little bit about the city we could explore. And then it was just, all right, we leave tomorrow at 7 a.m. You should probably be back on the boat by then. They didn't even check. If you wanted to, you could have even stayed there and like caught up with them later or not. Like somehow gotten to a different city and then gotten back on the boat? Yeah. Oh, wow. Something that you could do, but that was would be difficult in a lot of the situations because at least a few times we went to islands, <laughs> so you would have had your own boat to go there. Yeah, that's hilarious. So in other cases, you could have got... Literally stranded on an island. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a very relaxed attitude, what you think of as a structured trip. That's pretty interesting. That's what I mean. You know, We're not going to let you slow us down. We're just going to keep going, you know, to be on the ship by seven. And so, you know, you can be out at clubs or whatnot, partying however late you want. Just know that, you know, if you're not back, you got to figure out how you're getting back. <laughs> so did you make it back by seven every day, I assume? I did. I, I didn't miss. <laughs> did you have any close calls? No, not particularly. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think I was back by like three or four each time without. So, you know, I had several hours at least. Even the, the nights I went out with the group to the clubs or whatnot, which is certainly not my usual scene. But, you know, c'est la vie. Yeah, you're in Croatia. Yeah. So there was a lot of kind of nifty things. Uh, a couple highlights that I do remember. Some interesting things. There were some places they had clubs that were literally in 
in a cave, Ooh, which that's really cool. made for a pretty cool environment back there. Uh, we also got to spend the one the one city that was an exception. We got to spend two days in Dubrovnik. Mm. Very cool city, kind of fortified, and you may know it from Game of Thrones. It's the city that they use as King's Landing. If you have any Game of Thrones fans, I don't personally watch Game of Thrones, but I'm sure a lot of people do. So that's good reference. Yeah, so you can have you can have an idea of what it looked like, which also had some kind of cool history. It was assaulted and shelled during the Bosnian War. Oh. So almost all of the roofs in it have been replaced since then. Wow. And they had like a little museum there about the war and, you know, its effect on them. You got to go and learn about the history a little bit. Yeah. So that was something that I chose to do while I was out there. It wasn't part of the tour or anything, but I saw that they had it and I was interested in learning a little bit of history about the city. We also got to kayak right outside of it. It was also a very cool experience. Ooh, that sounds really cool. Yeah. yeah kayak right around it and it's on a bit of a mountain and it's got tall walls. So it was a bit of a sight to look up at. Yeah, that'd be a cool perspective that you wouldn't otherwise get. Yeah. Uh, another moment I remember well, it was one club that seemed to have a bit of a sense of humor. They had outdoors, an outdoors section. They were projecting just a movie on a screen or uh, against the wall, I think was, you know, something like Austin Powers, some <laughs> regular movie. But inside on their dance floor, they actually had some motion sensors. And so when there was stuff going on inside on the dance floor, it's switched so that what was being projected outside was video of what was happening on the dance floor. Oh, so you couldn't like see the people inside dancing. You could see the people inside dancing and a few of the guys in our group wanted to impress the girls so they were doing pole dancing. <laughs> In, in there and they uh they didn't really realize that once they were up there it was just kind of getting broadcast out because while they were out there it was just some movie <laughs> so when did you realize that it was getting broadcast to the city only after the fact or you always knew i didn't always know but i was just it was a bit warm that night it was a bit stuffy so i didn't feel like going in with the rest of the group so i was out there you know they had like a kind of an outdoor bar area i was out there having a drink and then suddenly the projector switched and I see some of the guys that were in my group are just acting silly. That's hilarious. It reminds me a bit of gyms with huge windows that are like in the middle of mm -hmm. a city and people are working out really heavily and sweating and everyone can see them. Everyone who's on their commute and walking downtown can see these people working out and I always think maybe that's inspiring to those people who have chosen to go to that gym but personally I don't want to be seen in the rat cage kind of thing yeah so i think it's a really genius idea to kind of show that hey there's activity happening in our club people are dancing they're having a fun time come on in but they should do maybe shadows of people or some kind of projection of what's happening not the exact projection of what's happening <laughs> Yeah. That's pretty great technology. <laughs> Club technology. <laughs> I thought somebody had a sense of humor about that. It keeps you on your best behavior while in the club, I suppose, too, because... <laughs> Your mom could be walking by and see. If you know about it, I think this was tricking people. 
I think it was a joke on people who didn't realize. Yeah. But then again, I mean, if, if you're in a busy club, people are seeing you anyway. It's not like you do anything too crazy. I think you assume people see you when you're dancing in a club, but it's also quite dark. And you know that the other people in the club are also doing the same thing. So they chose to be in on the, you know, social event that you've also gone to. But when people are outside of an event and they're just get to watch, <laughs> it's less comfortable because someone could be yeah more easily judging you <laughs> still pretty hilarious that's that's good to know so when i go clubbing in croatia i'll keep that in mind <laughs> keep an eye out for that yeah if they just have a projector projecting a movie outside be wary <laughs> yeah it's only a movie during the day mm -hmm. telltale sign that's pretty cool yeah that's an interesting thing i saw i think the last thing that i would mention is on my my last day in zagreb so before i flew out i went to a museum there called the museum of broken hearts i feel like i've heard of that and it was actually a very interesting thing people would basically send in an item or a memento with a story about some lost love or connection with someone that had been missed or broken you know a lot of it being lovers but then there was also a section in the back that was specifically family members which was pretty heartbreaking oh so was a lot of it missed connection style or was it more this was a relationship that ended it was mostly this was a relationship that ended for whatever circumstances either they moved away or for whatever thing but a bunch of these stories and then there would be a memento of like this was the cd that we fell in love listening to and you could listen to it i think that one you could actually yeah that's pretty cool yeah so do you feel like you learned learned a lot from the museum. It must have been really fascinating or kind of make you think a lot about relationships. Yeah, it was very fascinating just talking about human experiences. I don't know about learning anything about history, not really, but, you know, just kind of some other experiences people had been through. There was definitely some where it was like there was like a summer trip and they were in a different country, but then they had to go home. Mm, summer loving. Exactly. It happens in even the most classic of American movies. Though one of the best parts about this place too though they had a little cafe and in the cafe it had their wi-fi password and the wi-fi password was just friends with a space and they pointed out with a space in the middle like there should be oh <laughs> subliminally teaching people to move on and move forward i like their sense of humor so i'm assuming the <laughs> museum was in english then yes Throughout most of the country, you were able to get by. You were able to get by on English there. I think I met one or two people who were from kind of like the older generation who had trouble understanding English, but pretty much everyone there, relatively young, knew English quite well. That's good. Makes it easier. Yeah, it makes it easier. I never expect people in other countries to speak English. So you loved Croatia. They also like seafood on their pizza, <laughs> which worked pretty well for me, actually. Really? I don't think I've ever had, I mean, anchovies, but otherwise not an extensive amount of seafood on pizza before. Like shrimp or fish or the whole ocean? Yeah, some shrimp. Not much fish. I think maybe I had one with scallops. So that's common then on the coastal cities? That's a common cuisine. It seemed common. I saw that a lot. Again, I was probably in a bit of more touristy areas, so they may have been pandering, but it tasted pretty good. That's cool. I'll have to try some seafood pizza sometime. <laughs> I'd give it a shot. If you like seafood. It's great. And pizza's great too. So maybe they're on <laughs> yeah, something. Win -win. Yeah. What other kind of food do they have there? Any like street food that stands out? Oh, they had some good Italian. Because they have a lot of Italian influence, as we talked about before. Some Grecian. So yeah. 
Well, it sounds like a lot of fun. I've heard that Croatia is absolutely beautiful, so I want to visit someday. And I think it is becoming more of a location on a global scale right now, too. Maybe because of Game of Thrones, as you pointed out earlier. I could see a lot of fans visiting countries where scenes are set in. Yeah, and I know, I think they were trying to join the EU because they currently have their own currency, the Kuna. Mm. But they readily accepted euros. That's good. It makes it a little easier in case you were doing a European trip and you only had euros on you at the moment. Yeah. Well, that sounds fantastic. Thanks for telling us all about Croatia. What's your favorite thing about traveling, Stephen? It's new experiences and getting some different perspectives. So something I mentioned earlier, part of the reason why I wanted to go to Croatia was like, I don't know anyone else who's gone to Croatia. And this will be something that's new and kind of just mine for now. I definitely love places for what they are, regardless of whether or not anyone I know has visited them. But it's weird, but you get that feeling of, oh, this other person also really has this crazy association with this place too and it's totally okay to share the love and for there to be many people who love a place because it could be an amazing place but it does feel like it's something maybe a little bit more special if you've been somewhere that not as many people have been to and I don't know it makes it a little bit more fantastical it's a bit more of a fantasy of like there's this place that I've been to that I can describe to people but not that many people actually have seen with their own eyes and that's a bit of an interesting concept. There's something extra, I think, magical about knowing that not a lot of people have been to a place. And I think that's also why people seek out places that are less touristy. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not, for me at least, it's not a snobby thing. It's not like, oh, I've like been to these very rare places even if I've been to a common place, but maybe I've been to a corner of it that other people haven't seen, it feels like something that I can hold a little closer to my heart. Is that kind of how you feel about Croatia? Yeah, definitely. It's it's a unique experience and it wouldn't be cheapened if someone else went or I'd actually encourage everyone to go check it out because it's glorious. But there is a certain special aspect of I did something new and this is an experience that not a lot of people necessarily have. It's like a new interesting thing about me that I can tell people about. Yeah. Makes me a little more special. Yeah. I mean, you're already super special. You don't need any trips (laughs) for that. I think it also is, as individuals, we're drawn to certain places over others. There are certain countries or cities I've just always wanted to go to. And like, I think those places seem special or I think they seem really unique and fascinating to me. And other people might have a totally different set of countries and cities. And so maybe it's not that it overlaps with other people having been there or not, but just that if I go to that place, it's extra magical in my head because I just think it seems so spectacular before I've even been there yeah well thank you for being on the podcast Stephen. yeah thank you for having me it's been great hey globetrotters thanks for listening to transpo the travel inspiration podcast If you want more Trinspo in your life, you can visit us at Trinspo.com. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter, where our handle is at Trinspocast, or email us at Trinspocast at gmail.com. Also, when you have the chance, please head to Trinspo.com slash review and leave us an iTunes review so that other listeners can discover our podcast too and get inspired for their next adventure. Thanks for coming along for the journey.